We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. Can you whip that link up, if that's cool? Look at this, look at this. This is not a culture that we're setting, but there's a few people who would like to be part of Vision Night. <laughs> that, is that correct? <laughs> um, no, dub, 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 no nothing. Just put that in the browser. Is that right? Yep, okay. So if you know anyone who can't make it tonight but would appreciate live streaming in, just quickly get out your phone and say, type this into your browser. Send a photo, maybe. <laughs> um, and, and they'll be able to log in and, um, and they'll be able to be part of, part of tonight, even though they uh, haven't been able to be in the... Um, oh, I actually believe God's moving. And uh, thank you, mate. Whew. Man, so send that to anyone, everyone. Um, I don't mind. Um, Ryan, you'll fix up Pete. <laughs> I know he was asking for it, so I've delegated. There you go. <laughs> All right. Anyone else? Man, I, uh, whew, I, I love the presence of God. You know, the, the power of God, the... You know, just praying for different people, and I just felt a real stirring. Sometimes, um, you know, we can we can just pray, we can come and we can just stay and pray for one person. Lord, just come and do something. And um, and I believe that the Lord does move, but I just felt in that we needed to stir, stir up. Because here's the thing: it's not about how long you pray for someone; it's what you release on someone. Amen. Right, that was amazing. That, that was just awesome. I want to write that down because I didn't have that in my notes. It's not about how long you pray for someone. It's what you release in and on someone. And it's, it's the power of God that lives in you. Amen. And, and it's the anointing of God that flows through you. Uh, right now that we're seeing, uh, is it Delta or someone? They're just right now, they're going around and replacing a whole lot of power poles. Uh, here's the thing is we're... We're, we're, not, we're not called to be power poles. We're called to be power lines. Yeah. Uh, we're letting the power flow through us. We don't hold up the power. Amen. Uh, a, lot of people ha- a lot of people have given the power of God, but they just hold it up. They just don't know what to do with it. But just in those moments, you just go and release it, and, and God moves. And so uh, I want to encourage you. I, I 100%, I don't know, we'll get onto this in a moment, but... Uh, I 100%, 100% is something we're asking God for. It's something we're believing God for is, is, is the power of God, the glory of God, to give God glory. Um, we need to renew our minds. We need to renew our minds. We need to go, you know what, what does the Bible say? What does the Word of God say about this situation? We need to renew our minds. Amen. Well, for those who really wanted to do paper, scissors, rock, we're going to miss it out tonight. Sorry about that. I'm still the reigning champion. That's all right. I don't know. We played it somewhere, and I only had to do. What was it? I don't know. 
Get up here right now. Right here. Who wants to challenge Matt right now? All right. Hey, hey, hey. I'm putting me on the line just as much as you. Is it best of three just in case I beat you or what? Renew your mind, mate. Renew your mind. Positive thinking. Positive thinking. Ready? Very good. It's a good thing I didn't put a bet on it, eh? Uh, I was close to putting a bet on it. Then I would have gone best of three, best of seven, you know. <laughs> All right. Um, sorry about that tangent. I just totally, I, if, if you want it, it's there. If you want to move in the power of God, you want to move in the Holy Spirit, it's there. Uh, I totally 100% agree. I know God is doing something now. Um, and, and we'll get on to this, but, you know, it's vision night, and so I want to talk a bit about vision. I want to talk a little bit about culture. But here's, I want to take you a little bit on the journey uh, on where we are in the life of the church and what the vision of the life of the church is. Um, it must be, yeah, we started... Feb, March, two years ago. March, two years ago, we launched double services in the morning. Amen. We started talking about it in September the year before that. And we got to a point, we, we, just, we knew, right? We knew if you weren't part of the church, then that's okay. But in the leadership, we talked about it. And in small groups, we talked about it. And in different areas, we talked about it. God had spoken to us through our Isaiah 54 through different things, and, and there, was a, there was a corporate agreement. Amen? Yeah. You can talk to me tonight. It's all good. <laughs> um, there was a corporate agreement. Yes, we need to make room. We were filling this place up. We were getting 250, sometimes 280 on a normal Sunday morning. And we're like, yeah, God is talking to us about making room. And so we went and we well, we've got to make room in the mornings. We've got to go to double services. And, uh, and, you know, we've come through, we've done a year and, and God grew, God, God moved and we've seen uh, a little bit of growth. In fact, uh, if you, you'll get an annual report coming out in a, in a month or so, um, but you'll see the numbers actually haven't changed a lot, but we, we did change 100 people, which was 25% of the life of the church, which is, if you're, a, some, if you're any type of business or person or anything, that's, that's a lot of turnover. Um, and 60% of that turnover was really, really positive. Um, some of, uh, and then the last 30%, there was only a little bit of uh, what I would call um, people who were negative. And then there was just some people that, that this, this church wasn't for them. And, and that's cool. We can handle that because that's the body of Christ. God has churches for everyone. So... But um, there was a lot of turnover, and so there's been a lot of questions. I, I'm sharing this story with you because I want you to know we take your service and your volunteer and your time seriously. So that's why I'm sharing this with you. Um, and so we've been going on this journey, and we've been talking about it. And, 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 uh, and we had uh, over summer, we had a break, and, and we started up double services again, and and, and we've been growing a little bit. We've added into the life of the church. I'm, I'm not sure, but we might almost be 
just over or just on 400 individual people in the life of the church. Uh, that, is, that meets our requirement on how we include someone into the life of the church. So I won't use time to talk about that. Um, and so uh, we're seeing that. But the, the reality is, is that for, for me, and, I, and I, you know, we're doing services in the morning, two services, and we're seeing uh, when students are here, we're getting close to seeing two services of 150 people. Right about that, if you're maybe you're not unaware of it, I'm just telling you now, and and that's okay. That's that's pretty good, but I really believe it's nothing compared to what God really has for us. I've 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 mulled it through my head. I've prayed it through. I'm like, Lord, do we need to go back to one service in the morning? Do like I haven't heard any groans from any of the church. You're amazing, but but um. But we, as I said, we take it seriously um, because it's a lot of act, a lot of service and not, and and strategy behind it. Or like, oh, mate, you know, invitation rates down a little bit. Is it because people are serving a lot more and they don't have the freedom and the time? And and so all of this goes through our head and, and different things. And so over the last month, I've really been praying about whether we continue to do double services in the morning. And um, quite clearly. Uh, I heard the Lord say we need to stay consistent and we need to continue to fight and stand for what God gave us two years ago. And, and, and I want to share that from my view. Uh, and it's, not, uh, it, it's, it's the vision that God's given us. It's the, it's the promise that God's given us. And so here's the thing. Tonight, I pray there's a power of agreement around expanding it says, stretch out your tent pegs, right? Make room, add an addition. Uh, here's the thing. All of that takes work. All of that is extra effort. It, it, it just is. But if we do it in the right spirit and we do it praying into it and believing for it, then God will move in it. But if we do it just because we do acts of service and we're doing it because Pastor Will and the leadership said, hey, we need to do another service, we're not going to call in. I really believe the prophetic word is to call in uh, the, 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 what God's doing. And, and I totally believe it's going to come through the glory of God. It's going to come through seeing uh, just God move miraculously. People are just going to be touched and ministered to. They're not even going to know why. You know, great testimony. Um, Stacy uh, was out in kids' church, in Pips, not kids' church, Pips. All right? And uh, is it, where is she? Yes. Yeah, Stacy. <laughs> um, uh, but what is, what is it? There was a couple of girls praying for Luna's arm, was it? Come, come, come. Take off your blankets. <laughs> um, so I was actually through in kids' church, and then um, some other people came through, and they dragged me through. They're like, they're like you've got to see this, you've got to see this. So they pulled me through, um, and there were children, Pip's kids, um, aged four and two, I think, or two and a half. <laughs> and um, they were praying and speaking in tongues over Luna, who has a broken arm. So um, we had prayed in the morning over Luna and laid hands on, but I had not shown them how to pray in tongues. So they stepped into that themselves, which is... Amen. Uh, I, I, I like, well, childlike faith is awesome. 
and, and they can't get into a house because it's crowded uh, with people wanting to see Jesus. And so they decide to go up on the top of the roof, dig a hole, and lower their friend down to the feet of Jesus. And so right now, just lie it down. This is the stretcher. All right, Simon, if you trust your friends. Uh, okay. Do you trust the tape? I don't know about the tape. Okay, go. How are you going to get your fingers under that? All right, yeah, there we go. Oh, there we go. Oh. Oh, the legs are coming slightly down. Okay, just be careful of your legs. Okay, I want you to um, go on top of the house and dig a hole and lower them down. <laughs> Who said the house was over there? You weren't before. (laughs) Don't ask me, I'm not there. All right, well, you can, you, can, you can carefully get off, Simon. Thank you, paralyzed friend. Be healed. All right. Thank you, guys. Take the table back. Who, who can just, in that example right there, who can understand how much agreement needed to be had? Like... They had to have agreement on like who's picking up what end first to get the fingers underneath. They had to have agreement on where the house was because I didn't tell them where the house was. They needed to figure out where the house was. They had to have agreement on where did they go up onto the roof. Who was, who was going like, to take the extra weight while the other pe- person dug the hole? Right? And who realised that the other person wasn't actually carrying any weight when they started digging the hole? But... How much agreement did they have? You know what I mean? Look, in, in that just example, and that, that's in Mark chapter 2. Jesus heals a paralyzed, paralyzed man. It says this, When Jesus returned to Capernaum seven days later, the news spread quickly that he was um, back home. Soon the house with, where, where he was staying was packed with visitors there, uh, that there was no room uh, even outside the door. While he was preaching God's word to them, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat, not a trestle table. They, they couldn't bring him to Jesus because the crowd was so, um, uh, because of the crowd. So they dug a hole through the roof above his head, and then they lowered the man on the mat right down in front of Jesus. How much agreement would you have to, I mean, their worst case scenario, anyway, the guy was paralyzed. If, they fell, if he fell off, he wasn't going to get any more paralyzed, was he? I mean, but that's not, the, that's not friends. That's not caring, right? That's not, that's not loving one another. How, how, have you ever tried to have a rope? Or I don't know how they did it, 
but, but have a rope and tried to lower something down. It's, have you ever seen the window washers on the outside? Like, like when it goes bad, one side goes down and it starts wobbling and people are freaking out. There's so much agreement in this. There's so much teamwork. There is so much uh, communication going on in this whole scenario that, that it amazes me. And, and it goes on and says this. Then they lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus. And it says this, seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, my child, your sins are forgiven. Now that scripture right there just mucks up all our theology. Because it was Jesus said, seeing their faith, his sins were forgiven. Don't you have to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord? Now, I'm, I'm, I do believe that. Don't I? But I believe God will move when he sees faith and agreement. Because whatever you forbid on earth is forbidden in heaven. Whatever you bound on earth is bound in heaven or the other way around. And going back to, uh, is it Mark, Matthew 18? Just go back there. I haven't got these written out, but stay with me. Matthew. Are, you, are we understanding? Are we just getting a little bit of a picture of, of actually what agreement is? Uh, we can have lots of opinions, but the power of agreement. I tell you this, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask for, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there in the midst. I believe if we can get a, a greater level of agreement, a greater level of agreement across what we're doing as a church, God's gonna, God is just going to move. The Holy Spirit is just going to move. And so I want to encourage you. Yeah, I love opinion. I love opinion. But agreement is better than having just your opinion. You know, sometimes um, it can, 10 people can make a bad idea great. But one person can make a good idea bad. Did you get that? Even though it might be a bad idea, if 10 people agree on it, uh, there, there's something that happens in the power of agreement. Who's ever done a whirlpool? Who loves doing a whirlpool? That's, that's still so much fun. But who knows, it just takes one person to stuff it up. I was like, oh, nah, I'm just going to stand here today. I'm not, oh, I know, I know our expression is praise and worship, but ah, I just don't feel like it. I, I know the vision is belong, invest, and grow, but I don't know if I really want to be in an e-group. I don't know if I really want to be in an e-team. Now, here's the thing. That's none of you. But you're going to come against that. But if we have a spirit of agreement, we can go, no, this is who we are. We believe that your e-group is a place where you find belonging. We believe that that, that, you know, that, that person. The great thing about these guys, Tammy and Jason, phenomenal. We get a call or a text message on, um, I don't know, what day was it? Last week after, when the floods were on, Saturday. So not, uh, some of you won't know this. 
But Saturday afternoon, we get a text message from them saying, hey, we've rung around all the families and we've checked that they're okay. That's awesome. Because that's the power of e-group. That's the power of caring. It's not just their, their role as they lead the e-group families. And they're like, no, that's the power of belonging. No, we, we, we're together. We're looking out for one another. And, you know, and uh, so again, the power of agreement, being able to speak into people's lives. Hey, no, no, we believe in e-groups. E-groups are where you get to build those relationships with people and slowly you might open up. Slowly we might be able to pray into an area. Slowly we might be able to serve you. You know what I mean? And so I pray that we're all carrying the culture of who we are as a church. We believe in e-groups. Coming up in September, we've got Serve September again. And it's a great opportunity for all of us to go, you know what? Hey, why don't you serve in church? Why don't you, why don't you invest in church and be part of, of who we are as a local church? Because who knows? We need more volunteers. Right now, all the, all the ministry leaders should have been shooting up their hands really high. In fact, I should have taken Stacey's off the roof. <laughs> or Micons or whoever's, you know. Uh, we all need more, more, more people serving. Um, and what God wants to do, man, I just know we need more people serving, carrying the vision of the church. But why I'm talking about this again and again and again is because I need all of us to reproduce this agreement. We, when, when I love the, the first agreement that God made with us. It might not be the first, but it's pretty early on in Genesis. But you know when the flood came? What was the first agreement? He says, I'll never flood the earth again. And to prove a sign of this covenant, a sign of this agreement is a rainbow. Right? And every time we see that rainbow now, we just, we know. We know God made an agreement with us. He's never going to break that agreement. And our, that's the power of agreement. So if we can get to the point where, where we are as a church right now is we need to start reproducing that culture. We need to start, for a better word, uh, selling it to the people that are around us, by getting them to buy in, getting them to start serving. Getting the, I love what I'm hearing in, um, in different ministries, just hearing the culture of, of together, together, people starting to carry weight. But it's up to us now. I need us to reproduce the culture of who we are. And the power of agreement is so important. Um, Sweet. So we might come back to the. Um, so here's the thing. What are some of the things that we agree on as, as the life of the church? I want to just share them real quickly. The, there's four things. If, if to serve in the life of the church, there's four things that we ask. And, and the, the, there's, there's got to be agreement on these. And, and I pray that you reproduce this culture with whoever you're asking to be part of your teams. Because where there is agreement, God moves. And, 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 and we've got to be strong on this. We've got to be strong on it. Because if, if we're not strong on it, there's no agreement. Okay, so, and I, I think these things are pretty, pretty good. And so, you know, I pray that you've got this. So the first thing I pray that we can reproduce is... Just a culture of regular attendance in church. 
Why? Because we believe in encouraging one another. We believe in meeting together to spur one another on. We believe that, you know, in, in the presence of worship, God's going to move something corporately. I know He can move something at home, and that's fine. No problem. We're even believing that for tonight. I believe in that every single person who uh, is at home because of illness, I just believe for breakthrough in prayer. I believe for that. But, but there's is something about coming together in the corporate anointing and just seeing God move. You know, in the, even in the prayer meetings that we've been ha- having, I love Crystal's testimony. It's like, oh, yeah, I just came down the first time, and then she got baptized in the Holy Spirit. No one laid hands on her. No one did anything. The Holy Spirit moved. Why? Because there was a corporate anointing. And so regular attendance at church is actually not a bad thing. And I know you all know that. But let's have agreement in reproducing that so that other people go, oh, yeah, actually, I'm going to, I want to, because why? Because every person adds. Every person adds. So uh, let's reproduce this culture. Regular attendance at church. Um, and, and praise the Lord, you're doing this one. Come to Vision Night. Because the way that I'm just sharing a little bit tonight is, 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 is not really a Sunday morning stuff. It's culture. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's just coming underneath us, putting vision. And uh, Sundays, we do Sundays the way we do Sundays is so that you know that when you bring your friends and invite your friends, they will experience great worship, great presence of God. We will teach from the Word of God, and we will make, it, make an altar call because we do that every Sunday. Why? Because we want you to have confidence in knowing that what you come to uh, is going to move. I believe it, it will move people and that God will draw people to everyone that you bring in. Is that right? Cool. So... Um, regular attendance in church, come to Vision Night. Um, and here's, the, here's, the, here's one of the greatest things, but I want to stir you in this. Uh, uh, pray into the life of the church. We don't need a prayer week. Prayer week, prayer week excuse me, stirred up and, and built faith in us. But can I ask us to pray into the life of the church? Not, you know, no, not just uh, on the way to work for two minutes, but actually put some prayer and put some time aside to go, you know what, I want to pray for what we're believing for in the life of the church. Because I, I just believe as we stir our prayer life up, our expectation life gets stirred up. And out of expectation, God moves. And so can I ask us, continue to pray into the life of the church. Um, and, and I feel like the Lord will release a grace for this uh, as you keep praying more and more and more. There's just going to be an anointing because as, as, as people have already prophesied tonight, there's an open heaven right now. And I'm excited about it. We will look different in a year. I feel that prophetically. I'm not going to share details, but what I feel prophetically in my spirit, we will look different in a year. And and I pray there's, uh, I pray you pray into it. Not just be part of church and serve, because the serving is awesome, but it's the prayer. It's the faith. It's the expectation. When the Queen of Sheba, 
that Sheba, gosh, when she went and visited Solomon, she was amazed at what? His wisdom and the organisation. So it's great for the organisation, but if we don't have the wisdom, if we don't have the word of God, if we don't have the anointing of God flying through that comes from the answers of prayer, then, then she's only going to be amazed at the organisation. And we don't want that. We want people to be amazed at the wisdom of God. Cool. And the last thing is um, there's got to be agreement on tithing. Really has to be an agreement on tithing. I, I don't have time to um, teach on tithing tonight, but it's a, it's a principle of the house. It's a principle that I, Desiree and I totally believe in. It's a principle that I know will bless you. <laughs> it will bless you. It will utterly bless you. If you don't have agreement on tithing, uh, you need to come and have a conversation. And, and we, need to, we need to just know the openness that you have. Um, why? Because tithing just deals with a lot of things. Because I have an opinion on something. Oh, I definitely have an opinion on tithing. <laughs> Amen. And, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. You can have your opinion on tithing, but I need the, need, we need there to be an agreement on it. And then it's up to you on whether you outwork it or not, but you'll never be able to teach something you don't do because you won't have authority in it. I know this could be a little bit strong, but we've got to have agreement. We've got to have agreement on who we are and what we are. And, and here's the agreement on tithing is because we want other people to be blessed. It has nothing, I can tell you from the bottom of my, wherever my heart is. It's about there somewhere. It has absolutely nothing with finances for the church. It all has going back to how you honour God, how you submit to the word, how you come under, how you honour the storehouse, all that sort of stuff. And please, none of our motive, none of our motive, none of our motives around tithing is about getting more and more finances. I, can't, I just can't explain it any more than that, but... What it is, is our motive is around about how you're blessed and you're blessed and you're blessed and you're blessed and you're blessed because we've just seen it. I've just seen people who I've journeyed with in this church who never used to tithe, but I've walked with them and I've, I've encouraged them, I've stirred them up and I've seen them go from here to starting to tithe and it was a stretch. It's a big stretch. But now I just, man... I'm sure one day you might hear the testimony, but they are just in a phenomenally favoured, blessed place. And I believe they got there from tithing, honouring God, giving God their best. So four things that I pray we've got agreement around, and which is regular attendance, praying into the life of the church, coming to vision night, and tithing to the house. And so why I say that again is because we're at the stage now as a church of reproduction, right? We are at the stage, if we don't reproduce ourselves, if we don't reproduce our culture, we will stay at this size church. We just, because capacity levels on different people of all of us right now uh, are, are getting tapped out. And God has said to us, stay consistent, keep doing double services in the morning. I'm like, really, God? I'm like, I'm... I'm like, the people. He's like, are you going to trust me? I was like, I'm going to trust you. 
But we also have to trust God. And I pray that we are all put into demand on God as well. In our prayer life, in our thought life, in our faith life, what we're believing for. And I love the fact, you know, just seeing a whole lot of visitors from, what was the hall? St. Margaret's. Different, you know, just different people through Red Frogs, inviting people along to church, seeing lots of people coming along. I just believe right now, if, if you step into the courage and ask people to come to church, they're going to come to church and, and they're going to move. And God's going to move. Cool. <laughs> um, this is another part of culture that I pray that we're, we're about is the power of praise. Amen. <laughs> the power of praise is part of our culture. Uh, we, again, it's the whirlpool thing. Mm. <laughs> I've had conversations with Abby, and she's nice, so she won't say this. But sometimes she'll be standing up here in worship and feel like people are throwing daggers at her. That's not our culture. Not that, she, not that you are, but let's, be, let's, not, let's not be fake in our expression. But let's know the, our, our culture of the power of praise. Because we know praise silences the enemies. And, it, and actually, it, the Bible says in Psalm 8, teach our children how to praise. Because praise silences the enemy. Monkey see, monkey do. Right? Praise the Lord. If, if, we're, if we're expressionless in, in praise, don't leave it up to Stacy's shoes that are colourful and full of lights. I mean, they are awesome shoes. And, and Jake's amazing moves. You know, don't leave it up to the, just the kids' church leaders to stand here and try and stir them up. No, we create the atmosphere. We create the culture. We create, we, we believe, and we're not doing it out of fake or anything. We're believing it because it's a culture that we believe in. So it's the power of praise. And we believe in the power of laying on our hands. Amen. And so you don't all have to be leaders on Sunday to pray for people. If there's something that you want prayer for, create that environment. Put your hand up. Don't, don't be shy. Pray if, 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 you, if you cut your little finger too short and it's bleeding, that's good enough to create faith for. Versus we're praying for someone who's terminally ill with cancer. If there's faith for it, let's pray for it. Amen. So we believe in the power of praise. We believe in the laying on of hands. That's why I believe tonight God was just saying, I want you to go around and I want you to stir people up. I want you to just lay hands on just different people, different people, different people. Because we believe in that. It's a culture. We be, believe in the power of thanks. Enter into his gates with what? Thanksgiving. Come into his courts with praise. Let's always be thankful. Let's, as part of honour. We honour our need of Christ. So again, let's create that, con- con- uh, that culture of, of power of thanks, thanking people. You know, I, again, just when you go out the door, thank the hosting team. Thank, thank you very much. You know, <laughs> they, they're amazing. Our host, like Mike and Raquel, I, 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 they're just amazing. They're, they've always got their team organised. They put the the stand, the bases out, they put the flags out, the signs out, and then they walk in the winter or even summer, they got the umbrellas. There's a power of thanks. When you go and pick up kids, thank you. When you pick up your coffee, thank you. When you leave 
thank you. It's just it's just a great culture to be thankful because we never take one another for granted. The power of thank. Um, we believe in the culture of in the uh, the name of Jesus. Can the name of Jesus is above every other name? And and again, we in in agreement. Jesus is there. I am there amongst the agreement. We believe in the name of Jesus. It's, it's how I know this is sort of simple 101 uh, Christianity, or theology, whatever you want to call it. But let's build a culture of not believing in the name of Jesus and, and, and seeing and, and releasing the power of God over people's lives. So in Amos 3.3, how can two people walk together unless they agree on the same direction? So tonight, I want to I want to just finish off with where are you at in the power of agreement. See, the power of agreement is going to challenge your opinion. Some of the stuff that I've talked about tonight will challenge your opinion. It's like, oh, coming to church regularly, got to have holidays. Yeah, you got to have holidays. Tessa and I had holidays. But we planned our holidays in the UK. We planned them from Monday to Saturday. And we were in church on Sunday. Why? Because we figured out that being in church was valuable to Mark and Monica. That's what we figured out. All the deals went from Saturday to Saturday. And it was a lot more expensive to go from, uh, what is it, Monday to Saturday. But we just chose and we knew the power of agreement, the power of being in the house. It creates atmosphere, the power of us just being there to praise God and being part of what God's doing. So, again, just want to encourage you with that. Um, We all have opinions, but can we choose to put our opinion aside to go, no, this is what we're believing in for our city? And I think we've got to challenge our opinion. And some opinions are negative, but some opinions are, are, are not, oh, I don't know the right word, are not honouring God for the gift he's placed in you. Does that, did that did you understand that? Because you can think negatively about something but you're not allowed to think negatively about yourself. You're not allowed to discredit what God has placed in you. And that's something to overcome. That's something to break a lie of the devil off. But here's the thing is, every single person is valuable. Every single person has been graced and gifted by God. And and here's the thing. Ultimately, if I look around this room right now, if we truly believe that Dunedin City can be saved, you are all full-time pastors. <laughs> Sign up over here right now. <laughs> we just need people who are going to love people, who are going to look out for people. But, but you thinking negatively about yourself, going, oh, I could never do that. Can I just say Rubbish. Rubbish, don't discredit the amazing gift that God's placed in your heart and in your life. There's, there's going to be trials, sure. The devil's going to try and tell you you can't do something. 
But you've got to allow God just to move in you. Here's the thing is, your greatness is only great because God is great in you. And I want to encourage you, just be that great person that God has placed in you. You don't need to know everything. That's why together we do church life. And the power of agreement, because the power of looking in the same direction, it means we will get there. But it's when we're not looking and when we're looking in that direction and then that direction, that direction, ah, it's just awful. So, just a few things around around culture and around vision, just regular attendance, pray into the life of the church, come to vision night, tithe into the storehouse. Um, you know, let's believe and belong, invest and grow, e-groups, e-teams. And again, I'm saying this. Why? Because we've got to reproduce it. Serve September is a great time to start speaking into your e-group, start talking to people in, in church, saying, hey, are you, are you in a team? Oh, man, I love being in my team. So much fun, you know? And so I want to encourage you in that tonight because that's where we're at as a church. God has clearly said, stay what you're doing. <laughs> I'm like, well, we just had Sundays. It was great to see 250, 280 people on the morning service. It was awesome. He's like, well, can you believe for more? I'm like, yeah. All right. But can, I'm asking the question now for you guys, can you believe for more? Can we believe for more? Can we believe that, yeah. Got it, you know, music team, whatever. What time do you guys get here? 6.30? 7? 6.30 for the sound guys, maybe? All the way through to 1. Have a couple of hours off. Back here at 3. 3.30. All the way through to 7. If we have visiting speakers, 10. <laughs> here, uh, here's another testimony, too. The... Those shout Sundays where we went well over time, uh, kids' church didn't even notice. The kids were just still out there doing what they were doing. Well, that's what I've heard anyway. <laughs> so God's moving. God's moving. I pray, I pray you've just got such a great expectation because God is moving. And God wants to move through you. God wants to move through through what, what he's placed in us as a church. I believe God wants to move through many churches in Dunedin. And I really pray that they've got an expectation as well right now. It's not just going to be us to save the, see the city of Dunedin saved. It's going to be all the churches. But if we can stir faith, if we can put faith into our heart, if we can put agreement into our heart, you know, I, I, I love it. You know, if you're a business person, you, you want everyone on your team to be just as passionate about your business as you are, don't you? Yeah, you know, and so I, I pray that you are just as passionate about your church and what God's doing in it and through it as, as I am and as Desiree is and as the leadership is. I, I pray there's something tonight that I, that I've, I feel I'm going to pray in a minute that, that is just almost a responsibility received saying, you know what, I'm going to put my hand up. I want to see a great church. I want to see Dunedin City saved. I'm going to reproduce the heartbeats of the church. I'm going to reproduce the culture of the church. 
I'm going to pray into it. I'm going to believe into it. I'm going to carry that weight. Amen. Awesome. Let's jump to our feet. We're going to pray. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'd just like to uh, give you my testimony. Okay, is that better? <laughs> um, about the power, uh, the power of agreeing in prayer. When I was about 17 years of age, I started getting asthmatic attacks. I lived in Omaru at the time, on the South Hill. And as I walked up the hill, I'd get a asthmatic attack and I'd have to call in on my GP, Dr. C. Stubbs Jr., who was halfway up the hill, and he would treat me in his surgery. Mum started praying for me for healing, but it just grew worse. Asthma grew worse and worse. One day, I would be at 18 at the, at the time, and I'd call in at the surgery again, because I had a, what my GP then called an acute asthmatic attack. And he said, look, he said, I'm going to do something that I don't do very often because we don't want to panic people. But he said, I feel I have a duty to tell you that you're unlikely to live to the age of 21. Because the type of asthma that you've got, it's just putting that much strain on your heart that your heart is going to give out. So naturally, I started praying too and asking the Lord to heal me. So we now had two people praying, my mother and myself. And shortly after that, the Lord healed me and I have not had an asthmatic attack since. Amen. So good. Amen. Amen. I tell you, if you want to be, if you want to sit, I pray I say this honourably. If you want to stir your faith, go and sit with some of the older generation and let them tell you a story. Henry will chew your ears off with unbelievably faith stories. He's got stories about how angels led him out of a death, deadly situation. Sounds, well, that sounds, well, it was pretty serious. When tramping got lost hypothermia, everything. But angels came and led him back to safety. Sorry, I used you. Yeah. He's, he tells it a whole lot better than me. I, I, I go and sit with Norman and I listen to the heroes of faith and Muriel and people like that. We actually, right now, I want you to pray for Norman and Muriel. They're, they're very ill at the moment. So, hey, where the power of agreement is. Come on, let's lift up our voice. Father, we right now, we just, we thank you for Norman and Muriel. Lord, with this flu, with this illness. Lord, your word says, where two or three are gathered together, there you are. Lord, whatever you bind in heaven is bound on earth, and whatever is loosed in heaven is loosed in earth. So, Lord, in heaven, we bind this illness in Jesus' name. We bind this disease in Jesus' name. 
over Muriel and Norman. And Lord, even against anyone who right now is struggling with the flu or winter ailments, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we declare healing in your name. Lord, we agree right now. And we thank you for healing in the name of Jesus. And so, Lord, we thank you right now. We've broken it and we've bound it on heaven, Lord. It's going to be bound on earth. And right now we release strength. We release fitness. We release health in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. But just before we finish, we're at 9.01. We're on time. Where can you agree? Or where can you go, Lord, I want to carry this responsibility of reproduction. I want to reproduce the culture of church. And just let you and the Holy Spirit, I don't need to know, Israel doesn't need to know, but just let the Holy Spirit minister. Because... I know if we need, if for us to go to the next level on where God wants us, it's going to take people in the power of agreement and carrying the vision and the culture of the church. Maybe even tonight. When I talked about, talked about the whirlpool, you identified with standing still in Lyria. Maybe you can ask Holy Spirit, help, help me with this. Help me to understand. Help me to renew my mind. Help me to, and, and even ask the Holy Spirit to release scriptures to you. So Father, I thank you. Thank you for these amazing people, Lord. Troopers, soldiers. We really do, Lord, see you glorified in our city. And here we are. Send me over. I'll serve you, Lord. Father, I want to pray right now for every single family member, sibling that is unsaved. Lord, you you just drop that into my spirit. And Lord, again, as we understand whatever we bind in heaven is bound on earth, whatever we loose in heaven is loosed on earth, where two or three are gathered together, there you are in power and agreement. Father, in the name of Jesus, I I pray and I lift up every single brother, sister, son, daughter, mother, father, Lord, that is connected to someone in this room right now. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, we bind, Lord, the devil's plans 
And Lord, we release heaven's plans over their lives. In fact, Lord, I see testimony after testimony after testimony of people coming to know you, Jesus. And in fact, Lord, I just believe prophetically that that, that you're going to release that. And in every vision night, we're going to say, hey, yeah, there was five more, 10 more, 15 more, 20 more. And so, Lord, we right now we declare freedom over every sibling, over every father, every mother, every uncle, auntie, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. Be glorified in their lives, I pray. Amen. 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 Church, you are truly awesome. Let's continue to trust and believe in the grace of God anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit to see a great city saved for Jesus. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you for giving us your Wednesday night. Thank you for listening to this message recorded at Equippers Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com.